welcome to the podcast. This is take two of our introduction. We didn't even make it past 15 the, seconds. Yeah, we did make it 15 seconds where we just said, let's totally redo this. Because <laughs> we had, we, you started laughing before you hit the button. And then this just continues our rustiness. Oh, man. From so Coast Africa. Uh, and trying to catch up on all the just, things. So this is the podcast where two seemingly meaningless people talk about very meaningful things. I'm Chris. I'm Leslie. And we're married. <laughs> I don't know if we've ever told anybody We're that. married. People might just think we're just like really good chums. Yeah. Just hanging out. And they yeah. might be like, you know, especially when she mentioned the adultery app. <laughs> And we're always alone awkward. in the yeah, living room. Yeah, like, uh, who's living room are they in? Up with times. It's our living room. So we are so glad to be back talking with you guys. Sorry that our podcasts have become a little sporadic, uh, or at least not sporadic, but maybe spaced out. We've yeah. got a lot going on. We came back from Africa trying to catch back up on that. Um, people busy. needing to get baptized. Uh, people, people getting get married, married, people dying. Yes, uh, a lot of things, pastoral things coming yeah. up, and homeschool. The and that's that was the really the big one, trying to get ready for our homeschool to kick off because mm-hmm. uh, Africa does push it back a little bit. Yeah. Um, and so we just like last week mm-hmm. started our official year, which is weird because we uh. We still do school all year round. Mm-hmm. Now, there are some things we don't do as much mm-hmm. uh, during the summer breaks, but they still are doing the basics mm-hmm. year round because we found out when we took breaks, they spent as much time catching up or relearning mm-hmm. what they had done in the previous year that we just said, well, let's just keep it going. Plus, it helps our schedule, yeah. our daily schedule where we don't have three months of kids just wanting to play video games. Right. And uh, we live in Oklahoma. It's which, hot. Yeah. We decided a couple years ago, if we're going to take a break, yeah. not summer. Yeah. We take our longer breaks in spring and fall. And Christmas. And Christmas time. For <laughs> for those reasons, one, it's hot. And so why take a break when the kids don't want to go outside? Right. Uh, and the other, everyone else is stuck in school. <laughs> So we can go on vacation when they're all, when those suckers are all having to go. You know what we just said? We take breaks in spring, fall, and Christmas, Mm -hmm. which is winter. Yeah, but those are when we go. We go to school. Oh, it's not like we take the breaks. (laughs) No, I mean our but but our we go to school in the summer. Our education break is during the summer. Like we do less during the summer Mm -hmm. in terms of. Our content. Yeah. But we take time off. Like, we'll go on our trips. Right. In the spring, spring and in the fall. fall. But Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, when we say we take breaks, that's not when we go on our summer break or our winter mm-hmm. break. We just... And it's easier if you keep it going all year long. But it does make it weird when you're like, it's back to school time. Because <laughs> the kids are like, what's that mean? It just means uh, we'll do well, writing every day. And it's really when we have our big kickoff party. And we get our new curriculum. Yeah, our, We have a, an annual back to school party that is like right under yeah. Christmas as far yeah. as our kids are concerned. So because we're bibliophiles. The back to school party is really just look at all these books we bought you. Yeah. Because they had just, they'd started there because when they finish a level of math or mm-hmm. a level of grammar, we just get the new book and we go. Yeah. We, we don't going. say, oh, well, let's wait till the new year starts. Mm-hmm. So they'd been doing their, you math, know, grammar, math and grammar and all that music. for a few months. Yeah. Uh, the new mm-hmm. uh, semesters. 
uh, we had tested to see, you know, uh, you know, how far up they could go or, or whatever. And, uh, and so they'd been doing that, uh, for a little bit, but then, like you said, it's this big Christmas event <laughs> where we've bought all of these things yeah. and lay them upon the table in a cornucopia of education. Oh my goodness. And we're as giddy as they are, but, yeah. but they like it. There too. was a stack of boxes this year, like almost to the top yeah. of our total yeah, dresser. So much fun. Yeah. And it's, we get new school clothes yeah. and, and you said something really nice to me this year that almost made me cry about my personal shopping. Oh yeah. Talent. Yes. <laughs> yes. If, if I think if she lived, I think if she didn't live in Begs cause there's not a big demand for this in Begs. Yeah. I think you'd be a professional shopper yeah. and, and it's true. I think it's funny cause it's always been true of you fashion wise. Like you've always been able to pick out like really nice clothes for the kids or yourself. Never for me. Um, just kidding. We talked about that last week. Traveling pants. Um, but this was like books and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and really, but the clothes, yeah, but that's not, that's not unexpected. Yeah. But the books and stuff as well is what really just made me like, where does she find all this stuff? Mm-hmm. And you don't just go to Amazon and look at reviews. You really look around, which is and then you save us money by going to A Books. Shout mm. out to A Books. Did I steal? Was that going to be your? No. Oh. I just don't want people knowing about it. Oh, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> you said that before. That you don't want people knowing about A Books because they might buy the used books. So we'll, never mind. This book. Forget what you heard. So if during the recording you just hear a <laughs> over a certain word, that's what we're doing. We're just we're not telling you where we get these great great deals on used books. Uh, but I'll tell you what. You know the most disappointing thing for me when I buy a used book? What? If it has a library binding. Oh yeah, that happens. You just have to. But they're supposed to tell you. Yeah, and they normally they should do. tell you. And no, it, not but this it place. Says, but it says it might have. Yeah. Which no, 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 no. It, it should will. say it might have. Right. But there, and this is normally the case with Amazon. Although it's been the case with the place that we mentioned that we've been beeping out. Um, <laughs> that 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 you'll get one and it won't it won't have any mention of library binding. Yeah. It'll just say use condition good or right. very good. And it is very good, except it's wrapped in cellophane <laughs> that you can't take and off. taped with super glue. <laughs> it is it the is. most frustrating but thing because library buy it makes them look gross. For every one of those that happens, you normally get a good collection of books that don't have that. Why are library bindings gross? Oh, Do you remember the study? The Seinfeld? No. Oh. Oh, yes. Red flag. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a library, though. That was at the bookstore. Yeah, are you going to share this? Not all of it. Okay. Uh, there was a study done by a, a university that they went and took library books. And uh, I think it was it was in the Netherlands, which that might be the reason. <laughs> but they found, I can't remember what percentage of books had uh Traces of drugs. And it's the most popular books because those are the ones being checked out by everybody. And it's free checkout. So mm-hmm. normally maybe we can't maybe afford to buy the books. Uh, and and they found traces of drugs and even uh, sexually transmitted diseases yeah. on the books. Lovely. Yeah. They found, they found enough, uh, was it cocaine on one of the books? That just by handling the book, mm-hmm. it would be possible for you to test positive or to fail, to fail a drug test. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. 
Can you imagine no. trying to explain? It's like you're. It was my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a. It's like riding a tractor in your bathing homework. suit sort of story. <laughs> um, yeah, I swear it's. I did checked out this book. Uh, but anyway, so I just don't like library <clears throat> bindings because it's hard to get them off, and it is um, just annoying to yeah, mess with. That's always a bummer. And sometimes you think you're getting a hardcover, and it'll be like a surprise paperback. That's happened to me a couple How times. How does that happen? I don't know. Just a couple like, of times. where it says it might be paperback? No. It where just, it says hardcover, and then it says might be paperback. Yeah. No. There's a chance this will be a paperback library-bound book. <laughs> like, that's yeah. that's worse than a, than a library-bound hardback is a library-bound paperback. Yeah. It's, like, it's super disappointing doing? when What were you thinking? But... It's a gamble. Yeah, but that's... But it normally pays off. It did pay off this year. You bought... I don't, how many books did you buy? Oh, I had a stack. A ton of, of books. really pretty hardcovers. They each ended up being like right around $4 a piece. And free shipping. And free shipping. Yeah. It's crazy. It is. That's the neatest thing I've found since the guy who sells old ties on eBay for a dollar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, anyway, so... Yeah, you do a great job with the back-to-school stuff. Well, I didn't mean to, like, lay out a compliment there, but... No, it's, it's interesting. Because uh, we were talking about why our schedule's been so crazy, and yeah. so... Oh, this week... Well, I kind of was so like, hey, kicked... remember that yeah, nice yeah, thing yeah, you yeah, said yeah. to you me? remember that, buddy? Yeah. Um, it's not, that's not bad. I remind you of that nice thing every time you get mad at me. <laughs> but remember when I said you're a great personal chomper? <laughs> Uh, so, or when I'm trying to woo you, I'm like, Hey, hey you're still shopper. a great personal shopper. You know that? Cause I saw the, the gleam in your eyes when right. I said it. I don't know yeah. why that ministered to me so deeply, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, hi Chloe. She's climbing on the phone and getting in my lap. Okay. You can have your place. I put her down once, but she's back. So, so we'll let her have it. But that's what's made our, our week crazy. And so our back to school kickoff was has, we've had, it's been two days, yeah. and it's been two crazy days. Yeah. Tell them what's happened in these two crazy days. First day, we do back to school, and I get a phone call. Yeah. Like, like so I'm, I'm talking gonna, like, it was our first yes, day. Yes, I'm had, in the middle, so we've we done our Bible, we did our breakfast. Big breakfast, Bible. Bible, memorization, mm-hmm. uh, and was doing Science. science. So he does science class right off the bat, and I take the baby mm-hmm. to keep him occupied. Get that all done. And clean up. Uh, so, yeah, you were teaching. Then, I was teaching, and I get a phone call mm-hmm. that I'd been trying to have for the last couple of days mm-hmm. uh, from the Department of Environmental Quality, <laughs> um, which sounds weird. <laughs> uh, so I'm on the city council. Long story. Yeah, a long story short, I'm the president of city council in Begs. And the mayor's going to be gone for our next city council meeting. And there's a lot of questions about Begs Water because it's been kind of weird looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been brown. And so no one ever trusts city people mm-hmm. like because they're working. It's their job. So, of course, they're going to say there's nothing wrong. You mm-hmm. know, so I called the state, called the Department of Environmental, Environmental Quality. And the guy called me back and was like, Hey, yeah, I'm actually right down the road. Where do you live? <laughs> I was like, uh, okay. Like, Leslie, someone's so coming. So then he came and sat in the living room for like an hour. Yeah. Talking to me about, you know, the situation and how everything was okay and what yeah. I can tell the people and 
what explaining what's going on mm-hmm. in, a, in a scientific way, and I should have brought the kids in for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, then in a layman's class. terms. So it was really it was, and yeah. then. And then everything was off schedule. Everything was off schedule because it really is a scheduled thing. Yeah, then, with the baby's nap. So then and- I'm supposed to take the baby so that you can do the kids mm-hmm. and I can do the, well, we can talk about our homeschool Yeah, we'll do that. Let's do that. Um, so, yeah, that was the first That day. was the first thing. And then today. Today was our second big day back. And we did breakfast and Bible. I can't even talk about And this. were you about to start science again? Yes. Or you had done science. You had done science. Oh, I had done science. And we That's were right. about to split up into our groups. Yeah, we were getting ready to do writing. The my, older kids were. My mom came by with one of my nieces to say hi. And she was like, we hear a, a funny sound, like maybe. The chicken, it sounds like a chicken is maybe in the backyard and it doesn't sound great. Like, <laughs> And I was like, what? Yeah. So I look in the backyard and there are feathers everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I peer through the glass, mm. and our dogs have on the ground our rooster, Sonny, whom you know I love. Mm-hmm. And I am just like gutted. Gutted. As they would say on the oh, great he, British as, baking show. As he almost was. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so I go out there to rescue him. The dogs, they weren't really trying to eat him, but they had done a good job of it anyway. They had torn the flesh from his neck, or at least. So the the skin was rolled up to the bottom of his head and then down to the top of his shoulders. So his neck was just exposed muscle. Uh, and I was able to get him away and then I'm holding him up mm-hmm. and trying to figure out how to get out of the fence mm-hmm. and, and realizing when I looked at him, I thought he, there's no way he's going to make it. Mm-hmm. I thought there wasn't a lot of blood, but I thought that's, that's mm-hmm. his neck. And he's a chicken. And he's a chicken. They're not very hardy. Right. Uh, and like, I didn't, I didn't, I was, I was like, trying to figure out how to put him out of his misery right now. I just feeling horrible for him. I don't know how he got back there. I don't know. One, chickens are dumb. Mm-hmm. And so that's what they continue to be a great metaphor for humanity because those dogs, the, the, the chicken pen is close to the dog fence and the dogs bark at the chickens mm-hmm. all day long. They know the dogs are there. Mm-hmm. When they go out and they and they scratch around, the the dogs are behind a chain link fence, mm-hmm. right there, just barking at them if they get close to the fence. I mean, yes. every day, alert, every day, the dogs here. So for some reason, he decided to go back there. I want to go see. What's I back wish there. I could. I wish I had a camera facing that way from to our see house what to had see, happened. as you say, what had happened. What happened? What happened? That's not what he's supposed to do, uh, to see, to see what caused him to do that in my head, instead of being stupid, I've made it heroic. Like one mm-hmm. of the hens got back there and the dogs went after it and he threw himself back there. Mm-hmm. But I was telling Zach, he's like, he's like, well, you know, I guess maybe you won't get back there now. And I said, what he is? I mean, he's a chicken. Right. They are stupid. Yeah. And he said, yeah. And I thought that's, again, a picture of us. <sighs> like, you know that sin is bad. Mm-hmm. You know that those things don't bring you happiness. They mm-hmm. bark at you. This is like Romans 6. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, and 
yet he flew back there. He forgot or mm-hmm. refused to believe. Mm-hmm. And, and and he looked back. Uh, and uh, Hardened his heart. And so anyway, I scooped him up, took him back to his pen. Um, well, and there were hysterical children. Yes, that's what I was going to say. So while this is going on, I mean... Is he going to die? Is he going to die? Uh, so I'm holding his chicken up whose neck and feathers are all gone around his neck. And I mean, all gone, all gone. And just blood on him. Mm-hmm. And it was really sad. And mm-hmm. it is a traumatic, it was traumatic to see. It was, mm-hmm. I mean, this is very much riot of the riot and the, the dance. dance. Right. Very much riot. That's what and, I told the kids too. Uh, so taking back to his pen Trying to get my head. Okay, so he's just about to die right now. So I get him back. And I start to look at him. I think, you know, I don't know chickens. Mm-hmm. So let's take him to the vet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, this is like a $2 chicken. And I'm taking him to the vet. Um, <laughs> but not $2. Like, and I thought, you're nothing but dust. Mm-hmm. And the Lord takes care of you. Aww. And so here you are, an image bearer of God. And that you're supposed to have dominion over this creature. It's been placed here. You show, you're supposed to be bear the image of God even to this creation. So don't say you're just two, a $2 chicken. I'm just going to let you die. So, so that's, <laughs> you what cry, you that's why I was going to cry. Are your that's eyes it. watering? No, they're not watering. No. Not? They were watering earlier when I was thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And and so yeah. I thought, take him to the vet. So I took him to the vet, wrapped him. You guys got a towel, mm-hmm. wrapped him in a and towel. And keep in mind, wailing children. Wailing. Like, <laughs> I told the, the vet, I was like, it's like paid whalers in Jerusalem level <laughs> wailing. Uh, like, like, oh, what has happened to the temple, um, wailing, you know, second temple Judaism. So it's just a, just a bad thing. Uh, and y'all brought me a towel. I just wrapped the chicken up in a towel Mm -hmm. and I drove him to the vet with him sitting in my lap, a rooster. (laughs) He's the rooster in case you don't remember. In my lap, this rooster and he's chill. He's like... I think I'm about to die, dude. He's in shock. He's yeah. He's not moving at all. His yeah. head is just right here by my head, and we're just making and eye contact. And he's so full of pith and vinegar. Yeah. Yes. Normally, it was so crazy. He's to the see one that him. like comes up so like what 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 so- what, and then I have to, you know, he flogs me sometimes uh-huh. when I go in there. If I walk past the hens and they make a noise, he'll flog me like he's protecting him, and I'll let him flog me, and then I'll reach down and grab him and hold him, mm-hmm. and he chills out. Um, or just too embarrassed to move. But anyway, <laughs> so I get him to the vet and I just walk in and I'm like, the Rachel's there, the, one of the like, girls who works at the vet. And I said, I, I just need a doc to tell me if, if it's even worth trying to save him mm-hmm. and thinking there's no way. And doc walks in and, and looks at him and says, Pulls the skin up and down. <laughs> She's so creepy. I have so much. So he's respect. looking at it and says, uh, "says Is this the worst of the injuries?" And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> exposed neck. <laughs> yes, muscles? like if someone peeled the skin off my neck and you could see the muscles, <laughs> everything. Around, I would think, please let that. Is this partial decapitation? <laughs> the worst thing that's happened to him." 
But that's what happens when you meet a professional. Mm -hmm. And he said, yeah, I think there's a good chance I'll make it. Mm -hmm. And so he just grabs this little tiny stapler and starts pulling the flesh back together and staples it Mm -hmm. just around this. He looks like Franken chicken. Mm -hmm. Uh, I thought he'd put little two little bolts (laughs) out of the side of his his head and be like, look, we got our Halloween (laughs) decoration done. Uh, And told me to isolate him uh, and give him food and water, keep him warm. Mm -hmm. So brought him back. And uh, got made the rabbits get out of their coop. So mm-hmm. they're kicked out of their little rabbit hutch for the night. Uh, and he's in the chicken run, but in the rabbit hutch uh, with food and water. And, and he's a heat just, lamp. And a heat lamp. And he's just He's still kind of. <laughs> yeah, I saw him. He'd, he'd moved. He stayed in the bottom of the rabbit hutch all day. But then when we got back tonight, he'd moved up into the into the rest area mm-hmm. and was set seated. Mm-hmm. And when I opened the lid to look, he peered at me mm-hmm. uh, and I think gave me a wink, uh, but no, not really. But I think emotionally that's what he did. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. We'll yeah. see how he does. Yeah. Well, but, it was neat. Like it was, we and then it was like, all right, back to school. I know. Right. Well, we did <laughs> kind of ease. We did ease back in. Yeah, we, we did. We finished the day. We, we, we read, mm-hmm. I was like, okay guys, let's, we don't have to go back in and do hardcore yeah. math. We got our pot holders and coloring books and did some reading yeah, yeah, read aloud. Great job easing them into that. Well, and you did you did a great job while I was gone. Yeah, and that was a that was really a, a great thing that came out of it is I was able to practice something that I just learned this week from from some friends about helping your children through emotions that aren't you know a lot of times we're trying to to contain emotions that are negative like anger and bitterness and things like that trying to teach our kids to have self-control in those areas but we were talking about like what do you do when your child is having an overflow of emotions in a good way like if they're touched by something they've read or by a movie or um and and you just see them like losing control and like today, it was totally fitting to be upset by what they saw, and it was good. It was yeah, loving, it and it was part of a broken, fallen world. And compassion for mm-hmm. God's creation and for things that you, these creatures that you love. Yeah, you know. And so, but at the same time, you can't like let your kids just go off the rails yeah. about things like. Things like chickens and roosters, like this is this is the way the world is, and we've got to, you know, we've got to train them. You up. can't even go off the rails when people die, right? 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 You have to grieve like a Christian. Mm-hmm. But um, this is this this would this is what I needed to learn when I was young because I would I would grieve right when a pet died. Mm-hmm. I mean, like this was my theodicy question. My mm-hmm. you know. Tell explain yourself, God, sort mm-hmm. of situations and stuff like that. Uh, and so mm-hmm. I never had anybody mm-hmm. at that time to say, hey, I know this is this is a good mm-hmm. emotion to mm-hmm. have, but you're letting it mm-hmm. control you. Yeah, uh, so. it is. And that's a good time to come alongside your kids and and take them by the hand. It's mm-hmm. like that coming alongside them. And it's not a matter of saying quit crying. Yeah, yeah. We don't cry like that in this house. Like you wouldn't, again, goes back to treating children like people. Like people. Yeah. <laughs> like actual human beings. Yeah, but, but coming alongside and, and taking their hand and kind of walking through this together. 
But so I was able, especially with our the owner of this pet. Yeah. Our ten year old. Who daughter, takes pride in She loves this rooster. This rooster. She thinks he's the funniest. Yes. And, and it, he was a surprise. He was supposed to be a chicken. Well I mean a hen. Still a chicken. <laughs> Uh, Sorry. He was supposed to be a hen, and he turned out to be a rooster. And he is a good-looking rooster. Even yeah. when I brought him into Doc today, Doc Bynum, who raises chickens, said, mm-hmm. man, he's got a good-looking comb on him. That's a big comb. Yeah. And it was. It was all red. And I was like, and normally he's red, not just from the blood. Uh, and so, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's a good-looking chicken. Yeah, so she was, all the kids were upset, but she was especially just grieving. She was very worried and, and scared. And, um, but one of the things I learned this week was in those situations, one of the best things you can do is bring your kids back to a place of gratitude and how gratitude really solves so many of our problems. Like when we're angry at people or when we're, our emotions are derailing gratitude has a, a way of just bringing us back to truth. And that's what happened today. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, we we talked some about uh, how God is in control and God is good. And, and I asked her these things like I let her answer those questions mm-hmm. and she she knew the right things and she, she believed them. Um, but uh, then after talking Not about then. that for a little bit, one of the things she had said was, I've just never had anything like this happen to me yeah. before. I thought this was really good what you said so what we came back to was, isn't that a great thing to thank God for right now mm-hmm. that you are 10 years old and this is the first time you've had something this traumatic happen. And we talked about how there are children her age who have, who have lost their parents or who have lost a sibling. And, um, and it was amazing to see her just immediately Calm yeah. down. And her eyes got clear. It was just like a, just totally centered her. And um, it was something I'm definitely going to try to use more often mm-hmm. in shepherding our children. So it turned out to be a very, I mean, <laughs> that's a homeschool day. We yeah, learned a yeah. lot. That, and that's, that's what's so great about, about <laughs> homeschool is that if these things had happened say they're at school and these traumatic events happen, or you, you don't know what sort of foundational worldview is being placed into them uh, if they're at a, you know, at, especially at a secular, you know, public school and what their friends are saying. And anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a blessing uh, to, to be here yeah, um, with them. And it, and it was, and we had to remember that and not go, because it could be easy to say, uh, all right, well, this day's ruined. Oh, yeah. Which fits with what you said last time about the rabbit yeah. trails. Right. Yeah, so this is a rabbit trail. That it the Lord was. Us. The Lord knew. We, I mean, we had prepared the night the <laughs> night before. We had laid out, you know, yeah. the week. We had our schedule. Ready. We were a little bit drowsy, so oh, I don't know man. how great that was. Uh, but we we had everything ready to go, and then here we are, first class, and <laughs> the day last week where our first day was so it was uh it was really really funny yeah but then we that i think school ended up ending pretty late mm-hmm. compare comparatively yeah um but got it done yeah stayed cheerful which yes. is the key right yes stayed cheerful. <laughs> i mean mine after the 
sackcloth and ashes moment. When the yes, rooster. very cheerful after the sackcloth. <laughs> and it was very, very quick. It was just a few minutes. Uh, mm-hmm. If even that, that the, the, the chicken was there before I whisked him yeah. uh, away. So, Fun times at the yeah, courthouse. So that's why, that's one of the reasons that we've been a little bit sporadic to yeah. try and get a podcast done. But thank you guys for, for listening. Uh, all right. We've been going now for about 28 minutes uh, without even getting to our dedications. So would you mind if we skip the yeah, dedications? Yeah, let's do. Because I do want to spend time on the what I want to dedicate mine to uh, next next time. Okay. Uh, so we promised we would talk about a particular subject. And so we wanted to talk about Sabbath dinner. Sabbath dinner. So uh, you guys had asked about it to the person who asked about it like two months ago. Yeah. It's like, please tell us what you was like. We're going to do yeah. that and coming up. I have to say, this is one of the most frequently asked questions I get on the Facebook and Instagram posts. No, yeah. Like, people want to know, like, what is this? What yeah. do you do? Yeah, it's not like it's something we've always done. No, and it's so, not something we made up. No, no. You so, want to tell us a little bit about Sabbath dinner? Yeah, so I first heard about it on the What Have You podcast, which has Love revolutionized... Podcastery. Our, our whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it has. <laughs> it's, it's a good podcast. Oh, I really love it. It's totally changed my life. Um, <laughs> Only she said this about Jesus. <laughs> I do. He's totally changed my life. So they're on par. <laughs> no. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so they talked about it. I can make that joke because I love both Rachel and Rebecca. Yes. So much. Yeah. So they talked about it early on in the podcast episodes. But it's something that their family started Many years ago, mm-hmm. when they were young, I don't mm-hmm. think they were children. Like I think they were teenagers, mm-hmm. maybe when they started doing this. But it was to really um, one of the reasons was to have a a time with their family as a ministry family mm-hmm. that would kind of celebrate the Lord's Day mm-hmm. and kick off the Lord's Day. Yeah. And a time when the family came together every week. Um, and then I just was so taken by it. So do you want me to explain like what we do? Yeah. So she, she brings it up and this yeah. is, this is my cup of tea. Yeah. She starts talking about, cause we, I had already sort of been, I already would go and talk to the kids on Saturday nights mm-hmm. about what the sermon was going to be about, yeah. uh, about in order to get their minds prepared right. mm-hmm. for the next day. So when she comes up with this idea, or and I'd heard it, so I knew she she wasn't coming up with it about uh, mm-hmm. Sabbath dinners and and what it is. I mean, I was it just was perfect I was timing. On board. Yeah, and so I think the Lord uh, it, it for for me is just a way to get your mind wrapped around what I think is the greatest day of the week. And I'm not a strict Sabbatarian or anything like that, um, but I do see. The Sabbath, I mean, Jesus says the Sabbath was made for man. It's a gift. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so celebrating the Sabbath on Sunday, um, just that time that you've got to worship and mm-hmm. to think, I mean, and to, to, to Sabbath, to rest. Mm-hmm. 
both physically and even more so focus on the rest that you have in Christ, mm-hmm. uh, a rest that, of course, you are in all week long, right? right? Jesus is our Sabbath. Mm-hmm. He is our rest, and you rest in him all week long. Well, this is a time to mm-hmm. really focus mm-hmm. on that picture of rest and what it means and to celebrate just the general mm-hmm. way that God made the world and yeah. the, and our salvation, all of the things that, that that Scripture brings up about the Sabbath. So this was a great way to sort of kick that off. Mm-hmm. This is a great sort of family gathering moment to set mm-hmm. the, that top sort of spinning. Exactly. Yeah, and it's it's a phys- the physical rest really helps you to focus. I think. Yeah. Oh, don't you think? Well, I mean, that's that's what scripture says. It <laughs> Eureka. Does. Yeah, that's what that's why scripture says you're doing all these things uh, in the law is to help you remember yeah. the spiritual things. Right. So I think you found something. <laughs> I'm a real uh, theologian. You know what I think, Tracy? <laughs> I think you're right, Leslie. Yeah, it is, and it is. There is a. I mean, there's a lot of pantomiming in mm-hmm. Scripture and in the church. I mean, you can talk about Sabbath. You can talk about baptism. Mm-hmm. You can talk about the Lord's Supper. All of those things mm-hmm. are act, are physical actions mm-hmm. meant to remind us of this greater spiritual truth. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah. Yeah, that's de- definitely what's going on. And when you just said it's like setting the top spinning. Yeah. And one thing I wrote down was before we started doing Sabbath dinner on Saturday night, um, I felt like we would, and we did kind of prepare. We always have prepared a little bit on Saturday night, like you said. And I would always get the kids' clothes laid out, get the diaper yeah. bag packed. But still, it felt like we were bursting so into that, Sunday. Like yeah. bursting through the church door, like, okay, now we're at church. Now, and I would say with that, we were bursting through the doors mm-hmm. just because... We get there early, yeah, and we get there together, yes, and, and we have so a lot even of- that it was not hairy, right? It was not. It's, so what I don't you think is that this is the typical pastor and his family <laughs> right, right, right. who are getting to church frazzled, right? And so I mean, it was a joyous, right? It was a joyous totally thing, agree. but it was all right. Now church, now begins. go. We're here. Here we are. Yeah. Uh, so it wasn't. It wasn't like we're yeah. you know fussing and fighting or that this is some, you know, some mm-hmm. struggle to get there. Um, yeah. And so that. on, on the contrary, now it's on the contrary. The right thing to it depends on what you're about to say. <laughs> now it feels more like we're opening the door on Saturday night and it's like an expectant and almost like a luxuriating expectation mm-hmm. that, here we are. Well, I think it, the picture of what we do with Sabbath dinner of the varying degrees laying out a feast mm-hmm. that is the Sabbath to our kids. Yeah. I think that picture is what we're wanting to get. What we're about to do mm-hmm. is not starve ourselves. Right. It's not a fasting. No. Sunday is not a fasting. Sunday is a feasting. It is. Uh, and it is a In feasting on the Lord and His goodness uh, and... Um, so getting that picture of Sunday rather than the monkish 
<laughs> macabre, Put all, dour, the, all the secular books know, away. You know, I am Sabbathing, yeah. and I hate it, but it's good that I hate it. Yeah. Because uh, I want to be doing this, that, and the other. Like, there's nothing better than getting to walk past the dishes in the sink and go, not touching you. Yeah. Not touching you today and don't feel bad about it one bit. <laughs> right. And uh, praise the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. He gave us this day. Yeah. Because the Lord rested on the seventh day. Yeah. And I'm resting. Right. Yeah. So I, I guess we should start with kind of the way we do it. Like the way we have structured our week now. Okay. So is that okay? Uh, yeah. Starting Saturday night or I would say, I would say actually the way it has kind of revolutionized things for us is I think we work harder all week now, including Saturday mm-hmm. when used to, I was always trying to find breaks throughout the week oh, yeah, yeah. to just catch my breath and put my feet up. And that, that's a, that's a picture as well from scripture, you know, work the six days, rest yeah. the seven. So if you're resting these other days, then it's hard to rest on the seventh Yeah, because you've been resting. So you're behind. So you right. see all these things that mm-hmm. really do for stewardship need to be done mm-hmm. and you haven't done them. Uh, and, and yeah, I think you're right. And I've noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say it's an all week long thing. So we're working, working, working. And Saturday in particular, I try to get the house as clean as I can. I do like extra cleaning, uh, laundry. We do the kids baths. And I would note this. Mm -hmm. We do our Saturdays different. Mm -hmm. I don't use Saturday for the household chores. Right. Uh, Because of what I've done all week long. Mm -hmm. um, And and, and what I've got to get ready for. For Sunday. For Sunday. So sometimes on Saturday, she's Mm -hmm. going about doing the house stuff and I'm sitting in a chair. Right. uh, Typing. But I'm sitting in a chair in the midst. I'm not abandoning you. No. And you're not. I mean, we still have to do the house stuff Yeah, we're just both doing our different duties. I don't sneak off down to the church. Yeah. Uh, and you don't send me down to the church with right. the kids. Um, so, yeah, we're team working to finish the week off, to put mm-hmm. a bow on the week. Yep. And so I don't take hardly any breaks now during the week. I mean, coffee break. But no, like... It just seems that every time I walk in the house, you say, <laughs> I just said that. That's a true story. It is true. That is a true story. So uh, then we, we do, like I said, we do their baths and everything. We try to get everything done. Before six o'clock. Before six, yeah. And then uh, we plan a specialish meal. Yeah. And I think a key thing is to not get fussy about this. So there have been Saturdays. It would ruin it. It would totally ruin it. It would ruin the whole If you get like, I don't know, legalistic about this in ev- in any way. Um, we could get legalistic about it because there's nothing legal about the Sabbath dinner. Yeah. Yeah. But you could make this law you yourself. Could. You totally and, could. And because you, you could love it because it is, I mean... I don't know if you do it or not. It, you mm-hmm. may do it and not like it, or you may do it and love it. But the temptation, even for us, you could see would be to treasure Sabbath dinner mm-hmm. because it has been so great. Mm-hmm. But then you start treasuring Sabbath dinner mm-hmm. more than you treasure the good things that have been coming out of it. Right. The very reason you do it, you know, for, yeah. for those things. So, yeah. yeah. So a specialish meal, meaning sometimes we do just get pizza, so, it, which I don't even eat. So I keep it. And real... I don't get flustered that I can't eat pizza because <laughs> right. it gives me heartburn. And right. for Sabbath, what are you having? Something that'll make you throw up. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> we love you. I don't pout. Yeah. So I try to keep a real open hand with this. And if the week's been crazy, 
Yeah. I don't go crazy with the meal that night. Which is wise, because what happens is, if it was, then you'd be frazzled. Right. So you, I just try to go into I it. I to make a good meal. Really aware. And of, I do love that when you, you, you sometimes will put our Sabbath dinners on Instagram. I don't know if you do it all the every, time. I try to every okay. week. And so people can see. Yeah. Not always these grand feasts. No. No. Because that, that's, that's good. Right. To let people see. We're just feasting on whatever we can Right. Feast and on. so the way then, and I even like, if, if, if the dishes are out of hand, I use paper plates. I just really kind of eyeball what's going on in our day and our week and plan accordingly. But we do something special. Like we always light the candles. Mm-hmm. And and if time permits and if the schedule permits, I do try to make something new and different yeah. and fun. Um, but you can play around with it. Like if you do pizza, you could have a special dessert afterwards. Um, like this last week we had sparkling cider. Mm-hmm. And the kids were just something that like makes your kids delighted, which is important. Well, they were delighted because we bought the sparkling cider on like Monday. Oh, I love. And they were to ready. To, they were ready to have it that day. And they I were, love. Man, it. when we kept saying it's for Sabbath dinner, I do that like, on purpose. Uh, I leave it on the counter. Yeah. Just to build expectation. Just you're evil. <laughs> yeah. So, but I do try to make the table prettier than normal, and we always have candles. So, mm-hmm. yeah, just simple things. So, yeah, like sometimes we have paper plates, but really pretty drinking glasses, you know. And then we're just taking our time. We're mm-hmm. just eating. No one's getting up and leaving. No one. Yeah. I mean, we're not rushed. We don't have our phones out. Yeah. Or like, well, not like we just ever to do take anyway one picture. at meal. Yeah. Uh, and then um, then we casually eat. We start talking about what tomorrow's going to be, mm-hmm. uh, what the sermon's going to be. Just whatever we mm-hmm. can to help each other. Mm-hmm. You know, again, we don't have, we might typically, and probably, you know, 90% of the time talk about the sermon and I'll tell them the text and what the text says and and what that's going to mean, what they can already start thinking about wrapping their brains around. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but. And know. sometimes we end up playing games. Yeah. Like those. Those little table. table games, would you rather? <laughs> yes, yes, we play would you rather a lot. But just make it fun. And um, that's one thing I was going to say. How much well, I think it's just about kids... making it restful. Yeah. Because resting is fun. Mm-hmm. It's, it, there, there is a joy to the resting. Right. So if you're resting and it's not fun, that's not really resting. Right. And I think, like... For our kids, it's an, and for us, it's another opportunity for get to, not got to. Mm-hmm. Like you're setting a stage to to really draw your children in to realize this Christian life is joyful and yes. it's fun. This yes. is way and, more and, fun and, than. And I would, I mean, I made a comment about it earlier, but I would really encourage anybody who's in the ministry to think about doing something like this. Mm-hmm. And I know you're going to say, well, I'm so hearing it's so. And that's exactly why. Mm-hmm. And because it is going to make you, one, look at your Sunday mornings. And if, you, if the way you're having to go to church or do church is not restful, mm-hmm. then you need to have a serious conversation. Yeah. With the Lord first, mm-hmm. and maybe with the church about this can't this can't be like this, mm-hmm. uh, and and because you hear so many things about, and we talked about this. I just I, this last week I've seen so many articles about how to have your sabbatical as a, and when to do it and how to do, it. and it just shows me that there is this growing trend mm-hmm. for those in ministry to just be totally totally burnout burnt out mm-hmm. when. 
when it it should be a, a a joy if the church is doing it right. Hebrews thirteen says you should be able to shepherd them with joy and not with groaning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, like you don't you don't want it to be your 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 Sundays to be this hurriedness. So if, if you'll train yourself mm-hmm. on Saturday night to recognize we're starting this time of rest. Mm-hmm. And I've got to start getting my own mind wrapped around the restfulness that's supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Because it can be easy for, for, for those of us who are pastors uh, or whatever, mm-hmm. Sunday school teachers or, or anything, or just who just have jobs at the church, setting out chairs or, you know, getting the doors unlocked or vacuum, whatever it might be, uh, to, to make Sunday a very hurried mm-hmm. thing. And business-like. Yes. And Instead we... of a time of rest. And fellowship and fellowship, mm-hmm. well, even with your family. Yeah. Oh, you especially there. with your family mm-hmm. and with your body, right. family. Um, yeah. So don't. This can be something that can be good. Well, for, that's one thing I have written down. This has totally answered our Sunday problems, as far as like, you know, how long, how many years I tried to figure out. I just. Felt like we, it was church and then we were so tired when we got home. Because you, mm-hmm. it's tiring to preach. Preaching is tiring. <laughs> like you come home and you're Because I tired. kind of preach all out. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I just felt like the day went by so fast and that bothered me. And I was always. And I think you had almost this expectation in your head of Sunday, Sunday lunches. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's think, what I grew up with. Yeah, I think that's what you're trying to do. And that's, we can't do that. It's very hard to do as a ministry family because we get up and you sacrifice mm-hmm. by getting to church mm-hmm. when I get to church. I sacrifice by getting to church a little bit later. Yeah, uh, to compromise. To compromise because we think it is important to go there together. And yeah. then I think one of the saddest things I see is you know a pastor driving by without his family to work, and I think of these. Pastors and their families that never drive to church together. Yeah. And and so anyway, that's a totally aside. But uh, for me, I didn't want that. And so, yeah, um, yeah. this this enables us to have a Sunday mm-hmm. where we get back and... And we've already feasted. Yeah. And then we have leftovers we've normally. we got leftovers. Yeah, <laughs> so just we, throw those so, in the oven or yeah. microwave or... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that'll bring us up to where we were in our routine that... So we, we finish eating, and mm-hmm. then we pretty much adjourn Yeah. to rest. Go, to go do what you want. Like, mm-hmm. go. It's very free. Yeah. You know? One thing they talk about on the uh, what have you is they do things, like, that are other. And that, like, I think I remember Rachel saying she might get in there and reorganize a room. But it's fun. It's fun yeah, work. Yeah. It's not like she's going to get her mop out. It is a, to steal from Zach Ward, it is a restful labor. Yeah. Yeah. And so there might. I don't know if he actually says that, but it sounds like something. It does. Say. I know it's something we said at church. So. Yeah. But there's so many things. A you restful could, work. You could do yeah. on your Sabbath rest. Like you can learn something. Like you could sew. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I paint on Sunday afternoon? Yeah. Um, so now you're read. into Sunday afternoon. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I skipped. But Saturday night, like, if the kids want to go read or play, they can. Yeah. You know. 
Yeah, but they minds, can't go do their our math. Our minds are being attuned. We don't tell them to then go and don't sit go do in their your bed, math homework. Sit in your yeah. They can't do math homework. They can't do don't you know go sit in your bed and contemplate these verses till <laughs> you fall asleep. Yeah, and then we'll go. Um, although if you wanted to do that, we wouldn't tell you not to. Right. Right. Yes. And then um, we do church on mm-hmm. Sunday. We get up on Sunday, get going. Mm-hmm. Uh, we won't talk about how that happens. No. We won't talk about the routine for that. No, but then we get home. We usually we just eat appear leftovers. at church sometime, somehow. Somehow, magically. Yeah. Um, and we just rest all afternoon, and then at about six o'clock or seven, whenever we get home from church, mm-hmm. um, which is not six o'clock. No, or seven. that's not. But it's about twenty-four hours later. Yeah. From when we kicked it off. Yeah. Just at the end of the day. The right. End of the end of Sunday, yes. we jump back in. Yeah. And we start. We come home. We take it's when the we trash get, it's out. It's when we get back from church. We get yeah. back from church. One of the first things we do is we pull into the driveway mm-hmm. is take the trash cans to the river. Yeah. the labor begins. <laughs> and then uh, we clean the yard. Yep. We clean the yard. Yep. And we... Uh, we go through, we arrange shoes, all because, you know, church shoes are different shoes. Mm-hmm. So we get everything put back in its place. We do we, the dishes. The dishes, uh, get them going, you know. And pretty much get everything in order for the week. Yeah, because then school starts in the morning. I mean. Yeah, and then we do our grocery pickup. Mm-hmm. Like we do our Walmart grocery order. Yep. Sometimes um, we forget to yeah. tell Walmart that we're going to pick it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you and I have started... Then sitting in the living room at the end of the day and mm-hmm. talking about the upcoming week yeah. of homeschool and and getting our schedules because schedule is crazy for a pastor. It's more and more so. Yeah. So we've just got to always make sure that we know what's scheduled and who's going where. And- yeah. This is a new thing where we're deciding it's time for us to sit down and check our calendar. Yeah. Because it just, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it makes everything run smoothly. So yeah. everyone's going, wait, what? Oh, but I had this plan. Oh, whoops, whoops. Yeah. Uh, and, and schedule everything around that. And so. And so that's what another thing I was just going to point out. One of the last things I had was how starting with Sabbath dinner, our entire week has been reoriented and it's become very orderly mm-hmm. in a way that it wasn't before. Mm-hmm. Um, so it started with the dinner. Okay. And then we started doing the work, work ahead of time on Saturday to get it all ready. And then I'm, that made it where I couldn't wash my our delicate clothes on Saturday anymore because I was too busy cleaning and getting ready for Sabbath dinner. So now I wash our delicates on Friday and hang them to dry, which uh, which then we added on the cleaning and prepping and getting our grocery order on Sunday night. And then that meant we would do our Walmart's, Walmart order and errands on Monday. Mm-hmm. And now with our weekly meeting, we just added on. And I was just thinking like how orderly it's become. But it all started when we decided to start having this dinner. Yeah, your week, yeah. <laughs> it did. And now um, we really don't have that many big meals to prepare for in the week. Yeah, no. You know, it's yeah, pretty simple. Or any. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, we keep it pretty simple. And I'm saving it for Sabbath dinner. How are they dinner? The, the kids are looking at the sparkling cider. I'm looking at the meat in the fridge. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's for Sabbath dinner. Right. Uh, so I just I would, love and it. I would say, if, if any, whatever you get out of the scheduling or yeah, all that. Yeah, that's, that's just that's, side stuff. Yeah, but get the feasting. Right. 
I love the picture of the Sabbath dinner as a metaphor for the feast that is our time with the Lord Mm -hmm. and our time with our church. Mm -hmm. The people that God has, of all the people in this world that he has made, he made these people when he made them, where he made them, Mm -hmm. and shaped their story so that you, this is your body. Uh, and you can think of how all these various tentacles of folks have been brought together here by the Lord. So this is First Corinthians 12, 13 and 14, been brought together by the Lord for this moment, this time. Uh, and really just, just cherish that mm. and cherish the, the songs that you're singing. Feast on the songs. Feast on the word. Uh, you know, feast in prayer. Feast in fellowship. Um, rest uh, at that banquet table mm. that is uh, God's grace. Yeah. Um, and that step back and almost out of the fallen world into this sh- echo of Eden mm-hmm. and shadow of the new heavens and the new earth. To it, it is almost like that moment, that Sabbath is is a time of of transportation and uh, to, to just life Mm. as it was meant to be and life as it's going to be. And that is, uh, that's a feast, my friend. So if Sabbath dinner can help you do that and it'll, it'll make it all worth it. (laughs) You just got praise hands. Yeah. She did did raise raise hands. She did literally like, Just pull out a hanky, start waving it around. Mm. Yes, Woo, yes. So good. Um, well, that, that's a pretty. We're hitting pretty close to the yeah, hour I think mark that's now. Uh, we wanted to really focus on that. But yeah, it's a good thing to end. We can even save our our verses for mm-hmm. next time. Maybe we'll do another one uh, tomorrow. This week, tomorrow. No, maybe yeah, we'll just good. start a new one when we start yeah, we'll this week. But anyway, thanks everyone for listening. We have a great time just talking about God with you guys, and I hope it's encouraging to you. Uh, And I hope you know it just causes you to rejoice in Him just a little bit more. Sure, it's fun for us. Mm -hmm. So anyway, thanks everybody. We'll see you next time. Good night. Night.